Hello, Astro Darlings, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. I'm Deb McBride, and today is Sunday, December 22nd, 2019. Happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate. Uh, I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, and I want to make an announcement first before we get into the busy week ahead. Um, so I have created a video for the year ahead 2020, and it's 75 minutes long, and it is over 30 slides, and I am explaining all of the aspects of next year that are very important. Now, we have six eclipses, and I do start with the eclipse that we're going to have this week on the 26th, so there'll be seven eclipses described. There's the Saturn-Pluto that we've been talking about all year. There's the Jupiter-Pluto, which hasn't happened since 2007, and is going to happen three times next year. It only happened once in 2007, so that's a big aspect. There's the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in a year, which is also very big. And we have uh, Venus retrograde, we have Mars retrograde. So 2020 is a big year. And I invite you to purchase this video for $15. And you can do that on my website. You just go to thegoldenastrologer.com. Go to book online, which you'll see in the top right corner. And click on that and scroll down. And you will see the uh, offer to purchase the video. And when you do purchase the video, I will send you a link to watch it privately on YouTube. So it's an exciting year ahead and lots of astrological information coming. And so I invite you to join us and uh, purchase the video and uh, hopefully be able to refer back to it through the course of next year. Say, for example, in the middle of year, when there's three eclipses going on. So you'll be able to watch it again and again. So that's the exciting news of the day and the week and going forward. But here we are on the 22nd of December, and it is the week of the holidays. And uh, let's start. Right now, Venus has been squaring Uranus, and that was the aspect at 8.29 a.m. today, Eastern Time. And Venus-Uranus is an opportunity. It's a challenging aspect when it squares, when there, there is a square. And it's an opportunity to review and reconnect with our relationships in a way that we look at them and we want to see differences. We want to see changes. We want to not be unconscious in our relationships. Uranus is the great awakener. It is the planet that comes along and shakes you up. And, you know, this is an interesting time because Venus is in electric Aquarius and Uranus is in Taurus and they are in each other's signs. And this is what we call in astrology a mutual reception, meaning Venus is living in, you know, Uranus's place, which is Aquarius, and Uranus is living in Venus's place, which is Taurus. And they are talking to each other from each other's houses. So say, for example, they exchanged keys, people do ex key exchanges. And these two planets did key exchanges and Venus is living in Uranus's house. Uranus is living in Venus's house and they're, con they're having a conversation. And <coughs> the experience of that is such that it makes us look at the relationships we have very differently. 
and from a perspective of wanting to change them and from a perspective of, hey, I don't want to behave this way anymore in my relationship. I don't want this kind of energy in my relationship anymore. I, I want them to be different. And this makes us conscious. Uranus is an outer planet. And when we have outer planets in aspect to inner planets, we start to look at things and notice where they can be improved or revolutionized in the case of Uranus, which is a revolutionary energy. This is something very um, profound when you stand outside of your relationship and you look at it and you say, you know what, I behave like this, this, and this, and that gets me this, that, and that in my relationships, and I don't want that. Now, this is all your relationships. This could be your ones with your parents, your family, your children, your coworkers and colleagues, your partner, spouse, lover, your <clears throat> book club, <laughs> anything, anyone that you are in a relationship with. And what's happening here is that this is giving you the opportunity to sort of stand outside, look at the relationship and say, you know what, I'm attracting X, Y, and Z and I don't want to attract X, Y, and Z anymore. So I'm going to go into a higher state of conscious behavior and I'm going to remain conscious when I step into my relationships. Because, you know, whenever we get into relationships with anyone, we're all on our best behavior. We go to work at a new place. We're really polite. We're really conscious of and, and aware of everyone we work with until it becomes a same old thing, until you're there a few months, until you're there a few years, and then it's different, and it's like, oh, she's like this. Maybe you don't want to be like that. This affords us the opportunity to be aware of what our relationships are bringing and because of how we behave in them. So what comes forward to us, what comes on the table as a result of us being in a certain way when we are in our relationships. And um, if we're conscious, we're not succumbing to our subconscious thoughts and subconscious behaviors. If we stand and we are polite and we're, we're considerate and empathic of the person we're talking to, then we don't kind of go off on a tangent of unconscious, subconscious uh, behavior and we are acutely aware of how we are and how we treat people. And we don't take anybody for granted. So this is really an important thing. To, in, in order to change our relationships, we need to be supremely aware of how we are, you know, polite and kind and, and empathic towards others. And Uranus is like, Uranus really affords us the opportunity to do something different and change it. And I um, suggest that that's a really good and cool thing to do, to be able to do that. That aspect is always in effect for a few days, and it'll start to wane as the middle of the week comes. And um, then we have Mars sextiling Pluto today, and that occurred an hour after Venus and Uranus, and that was 928 this morning, Eastern Time. And Mars sextile Pluto is going to make it a little easier to help us take the initiative in our relationships because Mars is another relationship planet and it's talking to Pluto. Now, again, so Venus and Uranus were each, each other's apartments, um, homes, however. Mars is in Scorpio, which is Pluto's domain. And Pluto is in Capricorn, which is where Mars is exalted. It's not Mars's rulership, that's Aries. But 
Scorpio is also Mars rulership. So this is a very powerful sextile. Sextiles are smooth aspects. They are 60 degrees apart. So Mars and Pluto are talking to each other. Venus and Uranus are talking to each other. And both of them are agents for change because these are outer planets talking to inner planets. And these are the relationship planets. This is Venus. This is Mars. This is love. This is passion. This is the place where you can make these changes Venus Uranus says, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like how this has been showing up in my life. And it, you know, it's a little more direct in its hit. It's a little more sharp edged um, because of the square. Mars and Pluto are saying, okay, great. Well, let's change it. Let's do it. And they correspond to each other as well as Pluto is a higher octave of Mars's energy. And so when we speak of this uh, arrangement of planets today, we know that this is actually a good time to sort out relationships. Now, not that that is simple. We can just do that in our sleep and snap our fingers and okay, I'm different. It requires work. And that's why there's a square between Venus and Uranus. It requires us to be conscious, aware, and work at it. So I invite you to work at uh, seeing your relationships differently and how they can be approved and how they can better satisfy you and the other party. In the meantime, the moon is very busy today as it's in Scorpio. It will go void at 1027 PM Eastern time and it's been trining Neptune. So there's another relationship, a smooth relationship because we're in water signs. It made a sextile to Saturn and then Pluto because Saturn and Pluto are very close. And then it it's going to conjunct Mars in a couple of hours. So Mars, the whole Mars sextile Pluto is getting an extra stamp of energy from the moon. So we are emotionally aware of how we uh, become in our relationships and how we can change things. Um, the moon goes void at 1027 p.m., and it will go into Sagittarius tomorrow at 11.34 a.m. Eastern Time. But the big, big, big event of the week, after we have these relationship things today that we, we become aware of, is that on the 26th we have a solar eclipse. And this is important because, for so many reasons. First of all, it's a solar eclipse. It's an eclipse. And remember, we had eclipses back in July. And now we are in Capricorn. And it's solar, which means the sun and the moon are in the same place at the same time. And it is at four degrees, seven minutes of Capricorn. It is the new moon. That's right, because a solar eclipse is always a new moon. The sun and the moon are in the same place. They are with the planet Jupiter. So this is an optimistic, abundant, expansive eclipse. This is an eclipse where you get uh, to see and to feel some expansion and abundance in your life. So it is, however, at the South Node. Now, what we know about the South Node is it's releasing. It is about how we let go of something and with Jupiter there we want something good in its place so we're not just saying okay I'm kicking this out of my life and I'm empty this is one of those times when we are experiencing the release and the fulfillment at the same time so when I have noticed uh 
eclipses on the south node with Jupiter in the past, usually something we don't need slips away and something that's abundant and fulfilling, even if it's space, even if it's more time, even if it's like, you know what, I'm going to go part-time at my job. I'm going to quit this job because I'm starting my own business. It's, you know, I'm letting something go to bring something more positive into my life. Now, this all happens in Capricorn and Capricorn is where the South Node is. And the South Node in Capricorn says, don't stay on the path of trying to be recognized. Don't be clamoring for recognition. Look, look, look what I did. (laughs) Hey, I'm famous. Hey, I want a name. Hey, I want to make a name for myself. We always still go in the direction of the North Node. We are, so the North Node is in Cancer. It's connection. It's family. It's generosity, it's home, it's security, it's that warm, cozy feeling we get. And this is this is where, you know, these kinds of aspects get a little complicated. Well, all the energies in the South Node, right, that means that we can release something very easily with Jupiter there. And we're not being tortured. <laughs> because we are we look at it, and we go, okay, Okay, I can I really want to change this. And again, this goes back to the aspects of today of the Venus square Uranus of I see my relationship, I want to make it different. Okay. So where in your life are you releasing something? Where is Capricorn in your life? But but putting something better in its place. And what can you do to connect more with people and be warm hearted and generous and like be aware of your uh, ground, uh, your sense of security um, with the North Node in Cancer. So it's a balance. It's always a balancing act with these aspects. And the Sun and the Moon, yes, they are. They are together, and we will feel jazzed for sure because this is a lot of energy. So it's it occurs at 13 minutes after midnight Eastern Time, and where I am, that'll be about 13 minutes after 11 p.m. So if you live in an area where things are, where this happens in the middle of the night, where things are, you know, it's dark then and you're going to sleep, this might be a lot of energy and it might keep you up at night, <laughs> that night. So it's, it could be a lot of, a lot of whooping and celebration and um, Jupiter's abundance. It's a Christmas aspect. The, the new moon is happening on Christmas, essentially, and Kwanzaa, if you celebrate Kwanzaa on the 26th. It's happening on Christmas in the northern hemisphere, um, and the in the eastern on the east coast, and you know Christmas evening, the evening of Christmas if you're on the west coast, and so this is all part of the celebration. It's Jupiter, it's you know a little overindulgence. So be careful <laughs> that overindulgence might not be great um, with the South Node. So just, you know, eat normally. See, this is this Jupiter South Node says, I'm going to reach for that second piece of cake. <laughs> I'm going to have another Christmas cookie with all that sugary icing on it. Oh, let's have another uh, biscuit or dinner roll. Um, it's Christmas. <laughs> so let's really try to keep a lid on it because we want to... Um, 
you know, not overindulge the Jupiter place and, you know, be careful how much you drink, <laughs> be careful how much you shop, be aware of the desire to spend too much money this week because, you know, Jupiter's going to be with the South Node for a few weeks, but that eclipse just sort of drives it home. And then sometimes, sometimes you get um, a bigger surprise on Christmas because of this, like somebody shows up that you didn't expect. Hey, that's great. But we're often releasing and uh, with the south node. So be aware of that. Eclipses are a lot of energy. Christmas is a hot bed of emotions around families. Please do keep your head on straight. Be conscious of what you're doing, what you're saying. You know, Jupiter opens their mouth and inserts their foot. So you want to be really careful that you don't go, blah, 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 at someone on holiday. You want to be really, really conscious. And again, conscious. Like I said, with Venus and Uranus, we're being conscious of our behavior, conscious of what we're doing, conscious of how we treat people. And joy and good cheer. It's Jupiter, joy and good cheer. So this is the time if you celebrate Christmas to celebrate joy and good cheer and generosity and loveliness and wonderful things that are, that are all in our lives. And we all have something to be grateful for. So Jupiter is a planet of gratitude and we want to be grateful no matter what, um, you know, maybe you don't love your job, but you've got a job. Maybe there's some people in your life who are struggling and they don't have work and they can't find work. So be grateful, be grateful and be aware and conscious. So also this week, um, we're going to have that moon in Capricorn. And interestingly enough, remember we were talking about, uh, the occultations. So that's the 26th on the 27th. Um, the moon is going to conjunct Saturn. You know, the moon is in Capricorn because it's an eclipse in Capricorn. And the moon is going to conjunct Saturn and then conjunct Pluto. It's not going to occult Saturn, but it is going to occult Pluto. So, and the sun will be conjuncting Jupiter uh, exactly on the afternoon of Friday, the 27th. So there we go. Next day, Christmas shopping, return the gifts, you know, a couple days later and go, go get those sales. Um, <laughs> but regardless, um, what's happening here is that the moon is going to occult Pluto, but not Saturn. So it's not taking Saturn's light, it's taking Pluto's light. And so there's a lot of, you know, it's occulting the sun, meaning, you know, we have a solar eclipse, the sun's energy will be the sun's light will be hidden and then Pluto's light is hidden. So it might be a little bit Saturnian in that respect. It might be a little too much Saturn on Friday and where we, and, and where we feel like we are never going to get past that Saturn wall to transform that Pluto tells us we can't forget it. Just keep going. Don't, don't listen to Saturn. Saturn presents. Saturn is presenting you. Saturn is showing you. This is where you need to confront your fears, anxieties, and all those good things that you want to transform in your life. Don't stop. Keep transforming. That's the name of the game. Next year is a big year to transform, to change your life, to, to make it better and bigger and better. And we have to start thinking about manifesting good things and transforming our lives. And that's what all of this Capricorn energy is telling us. So 
that's, you know, that's an interesting point on Friday the 27th. Uh, the sun will conjunct Jupiter. It's, you know, the, the eclipse is with Jupiter, but it's still, it's still the exact conjunction of sun and Jupiter are going to be on Friday. So there's, there's some good Jupiterian energy in all of this. It's a mixed bag because the moon, you know, definitely is going to hit Saturn. The sun is definitely going to hit Jupiter. So it's all balancing itself out. This is an eclipse with Jupiter. It's good energy. It's positive. It's abundant. But it's at the south node. So we have to release something. So just to be staying aware. That's always the, the answer. Um, as we progress through the week, we are getting the moon uh, occulting Venus on Saturday the 28th. And that's going to be in the evening, 9.07 p.m., as the moon go, has gone into Aquarius early in the wee hours of the 28th Saturday. So that's an interesting thing, too. So the moon is occulting the sun on Thursday, occulting Pluto on Friday, and then occulting Venus, which is an Aquarius, on Saturday. Well, that's interesting. So there's another occultation. So the moon hides Venus's light. The moon is very busy this week. And it's like, it's almost like an eclipse, but it's not really like, okay, yes, that is an eclipse on Thursday where the sun occults, uh, the moon occults the sun and the sun's light is not there for a bit. Pluto's light is not there for on Friday. On Saturday, Venus's light is not there. So whatever relationship things might be creeping up for you, just, just keep moving. <laughs> just keep moving. Remember, we're trying to transform and things can be they might not feel the same at the end of the week. We're headed towards another big eclipse. Once we finish this eclipse on Thursday, we're headed towards the eclipse on the 10th of January. And so, as I've said before here on this podcast and elsewhere, it's not great to start new uh, things, new projects during two eclipses. You want to be aware that the eclipse is you know, sort of bracketed, like the bracketing these two weeks. And when they do that, it's just like, just, you know, it's the holiday time anyway, for most of it, do your work, you know, take your vacation, visit with people, but don't, don't like launch that. Oh, it's going to be January 1st. I'm launching my website. <laughs> I wouldn't do that this time. I'd wait till the, you know, the 11th, the 12th, even like the 15th of January. Um, and that's because of all that activity that we have going on in those, those, that second week of January. So, you know, hang on, just, just work steadily. It's Capricorn energy. Um, it's good to keep working, you know, in that early part of January, but don't get too, um, don't get too anxious. You know, we have to get this going. We have to get this going. It's, it's just better to wait a little bit. Um, so. Uh, the other nice aspect we have this week is that on Tuesday, the sun makes a trine to Uranus. And that is another kind of revolutionary experience. That's Christmas Eve. It's 4.43 p.m. on Christmas Eve on the East Coast. And the sun trine Uranus is sort of smoothing over whatever Venus and Uranus we're talking about today. And the sun in Capricorn, trine Uranus in Taurus is like, hey, yeah, this is, this is a good focused time. And it's a smooth time to think about what we're changing, what we're, what we like to change. And when the eclipses come, 
we do make changes. And what, what are we going to dream big for for the rest of 2020? This is the end of a decade. We're going into a new decade. Um, how is it? How is it possible? How is it possible this has come upon us so quickly? But what's possible for us in this new decade? And maybe you know, you work on your New Year's resolutions before Christmas, before before the um, eclipses start. And Sun Uranus is usually pretty smooth. And in the in this aspect, it's a trine. It's a 120 degree smooth aspect. So. That's some joy and good cheer too, and some a little bit of excitement and fun and unexpected things, nice unexpected things. You know, maybe again somebody drops by for the holiday that you didn't expect. That's great. So that's that's just about the week ahead. Oh yes, Mercury goes into Capricorn next Saturday. So Mercury's in Sag. Mercury is staying in Sag all week until Saturday. It goes into Capricorn now. We are today, yesterday, it's the beginning of the winter solstice. The sun starts to come back to life in these next days. You'll start to notice it in the northern hemisphere. What's happening um, is that Mercury is in Sagittarius now, and uh, it will go into Capricorn on Saturday. So now the sun is in Sagittarius. The south node is in Sagittarius. I'm sorry. I'm out of I'm out of sync. I'm, the sun is in Capricorn. The south node is in Capricorn. The uh, Jupiter is in Capricorn. The Saturn and Pluto have been in Capricorn. And now Mercury is going to leave Sagittarius and join them in Capricorn. So that's a lot of Capricorn energy starting next Saturday. And so this is really a very strong Capricorn signature. So things can be very serious um, and very focused. Even though, even though we might not be starting projects, we can still, you know, hone in on our skills, our talents, our mastery. The sun and Mercury and Jupiter there should help us understand the mastery that we are trying to produce in our lives, that, that we're trying to tap into for ourselves. Um, when we experience all this Capricorn energy, it's directing us towards manifestation. It's directing us towards a level of mastery. Capricorn rules the 10th house. So when Saturn and Pluto, we've been dealing with all year, we're asking about mastery and I've been talking to you about your mastery and tap into your mastery. Now that we've got all the other planets going there with them, now Jupiter's there. I mean, Sun and Mercury went there earlier in the year. Jupiter's there. It should be easier. Jupiter puts the light on. And so this is really helping us see what our mastery is, tap into it, and embrace it. And I hope that all of you do that going forward through this holiday season and into the new year. And I have much gratitude for all of you for listening um, every week. And I wish you a superb Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa this week, and a beautiful eclipse. And I hope you have a beautiful realization about the eclipse and that it brings you some wonderful abundant energy and positive energy and optimism going forward um my video is available check out my website thegoldenastrologer.com um if you'd like to book a session book online is the link book online is the link for astrocartography reports and for the new video i my instagram is thegoldenastrologer 
my Twitter is at Deb Astrology, and I also have a blog on my website. So please visit, please drop me a line, and I wish you a healthy and happy holiday this week and a beautiful eclipse. Thank you for listening.